adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep, welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff, I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. So, when you have kids, some parents seem to like to think, although I will, let me throw it into the uh, catchphrase that I tend to forget every single time. On this show, we try to show, <laughs> we try to demonstrate that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. And the better segue from what I had first started with would be, it's not game over, because some people tend to think that when you have kids, your dreams die. Right. But would you say it's perhaps like your final fantasy? Oh when my you have God. A... <laughs> this transition is amazing. I did you okay? You didn't. I said dreams die, and you didn't for a moment think Final Fantasy. You didn't see no, that coming. At no, no, I didn't. I did not see that coming. I didn't. I mean, if you worked in like some sort of like, you know, life is like a stream, and <laughs> <laughs> some say that we live in a very material world. <laughs> but I'm not a material girl like Aerith. And <laughs> yeah. get your head out of the cloud, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> oh, these are great. These are perfect. We're using these later. Okay. So, anyways, the all of these dad puns aside, the place where we start wanted to start off today is speaking about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, Jeff got his hands on the demo. Has yeah. been like describe your excitement going into it because you have been looking and prepping for this game for quite a while. Yeah, I have been. I've been watching all the trailers along the way, even though I shouldn't. Uh, and then, because, <laughs> you know, there's like, Square Enix tends to spoil a lot of stuff. And, and like, just to let everybody know, there was a state of play that uh, preempted this demo. Do not watch the state of play because it, it goes through the entire story. And if if you know, you know. But if you don't, like, you're seeing scenes that are like end game, right? Like, you're like, why are you showing me this? Um, but yeah, I've been preparing for this for a while. I even let the family know. I'm like, listen, tonight I'm cooking dinner early. We're going to get done early. Everyone's going to go their separate ways. I have a state of play to watch. And then the demo is going to be released shortly after. Nice. I'm downloading that and we're getting into it. So <laughs> clear your schedules. Everybody, Dad's busy. I've done my duties. Everybody leave now. Yeah, that's it. Let so, me have my, all right. my moment. So the demo comes down, you're right into it. How was it? Was it, uh, describe your experience finally getting a hold of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. So this is one of the ones that I stepped into it, and it's just, it still blows me away on how your childhood memory of that 2D kind of artwork with, you know, 3D sprites kind of thing run around, how they've pushed that into a 3D world and still kept the vibe of it. So mm. I'm like a kid in a candy store. This is amazing. I'm in old school Nibelheim going around in this 3D world that in my mind already existed, right? And they're mm. just pushing that into this gameplay where, again, I'm just happy to be there. I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> like, mm. So uh, I was, yeah, very excited to get into it and experience the demo, which is pretty lengthy. It's, you know, an hour and a half, I think. Uh, and then they're going to update the demo later. So you even get like a second demo that comes out, which is a different part of the world that you get to experience. Hmm. But 
Uh, yeah, I will. Anybody who's a fan of the original or has played remake, definitely download it and get into it. It is so much fun. Um, mm. It's like one of those things where you wondered how they were gonna do an open world because that's that was a big question mark for a lot of people. Like the original game was a huge spanning mm. world. You had airships, you had boats, you had everything. So how are they gonna do that without loading screens with this vast space? And it looks like they might pull it off. So I'm excited to see it. We only have a couple weeks left until the full game. So I am excited. It's just, it, it yeah. validated my pre-order, put it that way. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, I don't want to give, look, it's a, it's a, it's a corporation. It's a company they're trying to make money. Yeah, right. So I, don't, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't want to try to be too hyperbolic about it. But the, the one thing I could just continue to think about is, how courageous this is the the fact that they would take such a property such such a beloved like cornerstone gaming property as final fantasy 7 and then have the artistic vision and merit and the again like the the courage to go after it in an actual meaningful way right yeah. you could just up res it and like okay here you go fanboys enjoy it and 10 out of 10s everybody kind of gets it but the for them to, as you said, cap in your what you just mentioned, like capture the vibes, but then drag everything about this game into the a modern setting, a modern gaming style, and be willing to like play with the material a bit, like play in the world. So it's the reimagining of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Is, that, again, is that how you take it? Like, I'm just, I'm just really, <clears throat> I'm so happy that this thing kind of exists in it and how they've done it. Yeah, and I think courage is a big. Uh, a good word to use with them because they are remaking pieces mm. of this right so they're even being you know they play to their fan base but they're all like hey this we're going to expand on this a little bit so even the portion they give you in the demo there's bits in there that you didn't experience in the original game right that adds to the world and there's callbacks to other parts of what's going to go and what's going to happen and there's a lot of flashbacks that you did not play so even mm. just expanding upon it and being able to experience like hey those are my childhood memories but now they're actually like you know molding them a little bit like clay mm. and just i get i get to experience almost like it was new again right so that kind that, of just gave me that sense i'll be curious if our kids experience the same thing but one of the in our minds we can think back to the original final fantasy like so we go back to nintendo or even like yeah. on some of the super nintendo ones and most pertinent probably most like salient in our minds is the one from playstation with final fantasy 7 right yeah if you were to ask us what it looked like and what it felt like i would say it looks like this game like final fantasy 7 rebirth you yeah. know as far as like the action the the graphics like those uh intense moments like this is what it looked like as far as my memory is concerned and they somehow have managed to it, it just seems like they really understood the assignment and have managed to kind of like pull that essence out and to do it. So it wasn't just, okay, here's a game. We need a prop. We need a name that people recognize. I'll just call it Final right. Fantasy. We're done. Yeah. Like it, it seems like there was just people who are completely steeped in that game and played it along with us during that time. And here we are, right? Yeah. They put a lot of care into it. And you, you can see that come through in a lot of this. So I'm with you. Like I think anybody that can you know, grab a hold of that again and get into this demo in the rebirth world. Uh, we'll be pleasantly, you know, 
not surprised mm. but like excited to be there mm. yeah yeah they, their faith in the company and then the property will be rewarded sounds like it's going to be just a a great great gaming story so it's just so exciting to see so so yeah. you come away so again it just has a final summary thumbs up we're looking at thumbs i will be living in this world probably of when launch happens at the end of the month for a good i don't know which again witcher 3 is my standard so that took me about nine ten months i'll probably be in here for about that mm. <laughs> hopefully it won't be my final <laughs> fantasy but uh yeah no i'll be here for a while so yeah thumbs up for anyone that um, has a ps5 and is able to get it very good now if you need your chocobo itch scratched a bit faster than when this will actually release there is the previously mentioned crisis core and i believe a listener had actually turned you on to the fact that the remake of crisis core which is originally a psp title if everybody remembers that uh doomed console little handheld <laughs> the uh crisis core came out but again kind of like a smaller beloved version of it but one that you'd never played but a listener had turned us on to perhaps check out this uh, re-release that came out yeah, uh, thanks to DJ Ronnie B, or Light Party Podcast, who's like, hey, there's a lot of Easter eggs in that Rebirth demo. You should really play Crisis Core. I'm like, you know what? I probably hey. should, because I did miss out on it. But You didn't uh, own a PSP? I, I did. I just I didn't get around to this one. I don't know what happened. You of all people. I, I know, right? Like, I should have had it. Like, that should have been my first game. Look at, him, look at him dodging around. This is the El- this is Elden this is Elden Ring before there was Elden Ring, but set in hey, the Final Fantasy it really, world. It really is. I I got into it and I'm like, yeah, I can dodge and do all this stuff. I have those Elden Ring fingers. This is not a problem. Like I'm not sure about what the there's that gambling kind of lottery thing that's going on in the top left corner. I still haven't completely learned all the ins and outs of this hmm. uh, game, but I'm having a blast with it. So thank you again, DJ Ronnie B, for like suggesting it and maybe like planting that seed a while ago or like hey you should really mm. play crisis core and i never really got into it until it was on sale i'm like you know what i have a couple weeks to spare before rebirth why not you know brush up on go. some prequel stuff right perfect get back and get bone up on some final fantasy background filling some pieces and uh yeah <laughs> Have have some preparation for it's like it's like birth classes that we all went through as dads. <laughs> this is before you get into rebirth, Jeff. You that's, need you need baby classes. I think that's a good way to put it, especially with you know rebirth and yeah. uh, <laughs> everything. So that's a yeah. No, it's great. It's one of those things that just a shout out again runs well on the Steam Deck, and that's where I'm playing. Again, it's on sale. Runs on the Steam Deck. I can play mobile and then watch my rebirth demo. It's all there. Good. You go. Everybody wins. We're looking. We are living in the future, everybody. We are. But as 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 things get rebirthed, other things must die, and apparently that might include Xbox exclusives. So I got a lot of thoughts about this, uh, but we'll like let's queue up the story. I have a hard, difficult time believing any listeners <laughs> don't are unaware of this story. But why don't you right. walk through kind of the broad strokes of what I'm talking about happening at Xbox? Yeah. So it was just kind of. Um put out there into the universe that you know some some exclusives are going to be making their way to playstation uh the rumor mill started generating a whole bunch of like at first it was like hey maybe you know 
Indiana Starfield. Jones, Starfield, Gears of War, and then it went into Halo. And it's like, oh, well, Hellblade's not safe. And it just kind of spun from there. And mm-hmm. now you're like, well, I guess Xbox is porting all its games over to PlayStation, right? And I think that's where everybody was kind of at. And, like, the mm-hmm. brand was dying and everything was going to, like, <laughs> burning around. And, you know, those you know those gifts where it's just, like, everything's on fire? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. So I think... At one point, the head of Xbox came in and kind of calmed those waters a little bit. Yeah, or well, not. So, yeah. So Phil, so the rumors came out. So Xbox basically said, "Look, a, a rumor started to come out that it seems that Microsoft is going to have Xbox games appear on PlayStation." Oh my God! Gear War, Halo, wherever you want to go. That's it. Um, dear Phil Spencer of Xbox catches wind of it and then basically. And kind of in a subtle way, kind of just uh, confirms it without confirming it. But he states in a tweet or an X, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. It's so the- ominous. <laughs> yeah. Now, and I'd be curious to hear from listeners. Uh, anybody wants to write in, kind of tell us your story. I'd love to kind of play some of those out uh, and that's at new dad gaming on twitter or anywhere else you can find us new but here's my take i'm very interested in yours is i almost feel like the outrage is manufactured for the clicks because I, th- I try to think about anybody that we've talked to any of the dads out there you got you got a couple little ones in your household you got maybe a playstation maybe you have an xbox you sit there playing, you enjoy sharing games with your family. Oh, this new game came out, this will be fun. And I try to think about that person getting seething, just becoming seething with rage at the thought that Gears of War is going to show up on a PlayStation. Like, burn! Like, just flipping tables and throwing their Xbox into the sea because I'm just so upset that a different console can play this game that maybe, or maybe or maybe not, I played. Like, hey, hey, Rage fellas, when's the last time you played Halo? When's the last time you played the Halo Infinite? Apparently it's not doing that great <laughs> as yeah. far as, you know what I mean? So I just feel like games media is super excited to report the story that Xbox fanboys are furious and they're like, they think it's the death of the company more than people who perhaps have an Xbox really give two cares about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you what's your perspective on it. Uh, yeah, well, as somebody that doesn't really own an Xbox or is in that ecosystem, I view this as like again, it's a win where I can play those games I haven't been able to play. Um, but putting myself into those shoes of others, you know, I could see like, hey, we've waited this long for something to happen. Your two biggest mm-hmm. kind of top tier hits, kind of you know a little bit fizzled i think is mm-hmm. fair to say mm-hmm. or it didn't move consoles so to not come with like hey we're gonna try again and kind of well we don't know if they're giving up but uh i think the writing was on the wall for a bit like everything was moving to game pass right so i don't think it should be a surprise mm-hmm. to anyone i don't think anyone's gonna throw out their consoles i don't think the anger is really there because you still be able to use those consoles yeah um like when i, I log into xbox the next time I log into Xbox, this is the only time it becomes a problem. So I log into my Xbox, and you know what? I'm going to play Starfield. 
and a pop-up shows up, a little PlayStation icon. Hey, listen, I'm sorry. Jeff is playing. Jeff is playing Starfield right now. You can't have it because this PlayStation has it. Okay, right. now now it's a problem. That means that the console is useless because I can't play the game. But I still can play the game. It has no bearing whatsoever. And then, I mean, again, we they're talking about exclusives, and we just mentioned Crisis Core. Do you know where I can buy Crisis Core on Steam? Everywhere. And do you know where I can use Steam on? On my Microsoft Windows computer. So what are we talking <laughs> about? Do you, like, I pick up my Switch. You know what game I purchase? Sonic. You, just, right. Yeah. What in the modern context of cloud and digital and everything, like, what is the meaning of consoles exclusives like there you can get game pass luna yeah game pass and luna on samsung tvs you don't need any console you don't even need a computer you can just have a samsung tv hanging on your wall and you can just connect any controller and play it what is the what is the point of being upset about billion dollar companies deciding to have more people have access to fun cool games yeah it's kind of one of those okay so like i i love digital i mm -hmm. it's convenient for me i can you know share it with my kids whenever i need to like it's not a problem right i'm not afraid of the disc breaking the only thing i can see as a con to this is that if if this in fact goes ahead and xbox is like hey you know what no more consoles we're just really going to do game pass and port all these things over um, I would be worried from a physical media perspective, like, oh, my discs mm -hmm. aren't going to work anymore, or I, those discs won't be available, and this console has to be online only or whatever. Um, but we'll see where it goes, and it's really just, uh, as somebody, as a gaming dad, it's <laughs> I'm not cheering them on, but it's kind of mm -hmm. like one less thing to buy for the family. <laughs> Like, yes, there's Game Pass, and I could totally subscribe to that. Like, you yeah. ha you on this show is like, hey, Jeff, you know, you should get Game Pass. And I've I've considered it. But, like, it is one less console to buy if they get out of that race, right? And it's just Gra it makes Grandma's going to be less easy. confused. <laughs> That's right. Grandma, is is is, is, it, is that on the uh, Xbox, Xbox Four? It's like, no, yeah. Grandma, that's not a thing, Grandma. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and again, I uh, like I said before, I, I'm the excited to play some of the exclusives that i missed out on like i haven't played any of the halos uh or the gears of war or even starfield i've been watching you play so yeah and I just, <laughs> if that gets and ported it, over why not and it's just we so according to and this is where i, I just don't and, and i might be ignorant and guys like write in listeners if i'm wrong on this but like i'm not angry like, that's cool for me like i'm kind of happy you get to play starfield like that's great like, hey, Jeff, look, Starfield's available on, PC, on uh, PS5. Go. Like, it's a really fun game. Maybe we can meet up. Like, if they do, especially if they start doing crossplay, like, what, are they not going to do crossplay? That would make yeah, that would right? make sense. <laughs> so, so literally now, you and I can even play together on some See? of this stuff. Look so it's just, I, I don't think the rage is there. What I think there is are clickbait folks. Like, there's people on Twitter, which I think really people seem to really misconstrue as real life. Yeah, it's like just it's like and I'll, tell you tell you what folks you want to get a good example just scroll through your twitter feed and then go to a diner for breakfast and compare those two worlds they're very different that's not how yeah. the real world is <laughs> so i just i think that people who create content for xbox or 
for gaming are super excited and thirsty for this story about the console war starting up and and gamers are really mad about it and i instead i think about buddies like you and i who are like yay we can now play or like our kids it's like if our kids started playing games together it's like well i got an xbox and you have a playstation doesn't yeah. matter like all of our kids can play yeah. together this is great yay <laughs> yay <laughs> yeah and it, that's like the dream state of what might happen here right like if again we don't know what the next step is and all the anger is out there on you know it's doomsday everything is going to end and you won't be able Mm -hmm. to see anything um but you know it might just be like hey we're just really going to get into game pass everything's going to be on a platform you can play anywhere on any device regardless i'm waiting for game pass to be natively on steam deck that would be be fantastic (laughs) because there are workarounds but like a native app would be great um but yeah i as a gamer i think it's a time to like oh there's more options for me in that way less options console way if that's what happens but the only kind of sticking point would be like well why do you go and buy companies and then (laughs) do this but like that's a that's an aside point like let's yeah let's see I'm trying to. This is this is dangerous territory. So everybody, we're all gonna. Are you gonna, scrolling through the hate farming here? We're gonna, let's do doing? some hate farming because I, I want to just get a sense of it, uh, right? And okay. I also don't like. I, I really, really don't want to like. It's not about calling out anybody in particular. So it's not. Oh, look what this guy said. I'm more just trying to gauge the comments to try to align it to what we're saying. So I'm, I'm not gonna read out like who these folks are. And again, it's not a representation of who they are. It's this is just tweets into the ether. Uh, going to be real with you guys, people that trying to tell Xbox guys that they should be open to these games coming to other platforms, most of them don't play on Xbox. So it's so easy to make comments on something that's not, that is not the ecosystem you have money invested in. Like, hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't affect you. Like, you still get games. Like, as... Yeah, and even with, like, I'm even thinking, like, physical accessories, right? Uh, Xbox controllers work with pretty much anything, right? Like, it's a Bluetooth signal or whatever. Um, So if you bought all those products, they should be working. Yeah, the only thing I could imagine it might be would be if... Like, it's a physical medium, Like, like if if, if the PlayStation, if, if most of PlayStation games don't also come over, maybe... So now your Xbox is theoretically less. Okay, so let's give the silly scenario, the silly big the scenario. Silly, the silly scenario? Okay, all yeah. right. So, so every Xbox game that exists goes, goes to PlayStation. Okay. So PlayStation folks get to have every single Xbox game that's ever existed. Right, right? okay. But the Xbox folks do not get the PlayStation games. Like it's not, you know, you can't play Horizon Zero Dawn okay. on an Xbox. I, I could appreciate there that there's sort of an imbalance because then it's like, why would you buy an Xbox? Because some of the games don't come over. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. I'd, I'd like to think maybe in that case, like you can only get an Xbox Game Pass on an Xbox and not a PlayStation, but maybe. And so, th- so there at Larry least is like, oh, that kind of sounds like it's going to, my console will not have every game. However, like you're still not losing games because like you currently own an Xbox and there are no PlayStation. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll even discredit it. That's a pretty weak argument. That's still basically just saying, I'll feel better if other people have less things. That'll make me feel good. 
That, that's Be- usually how these conversations go. <laughs> because like it's killed because in the scenario I just laid out, every Xbox game's over, PlayStation games don't come over. Technically, I can play less games, but that's still true if the PlayStation people don't get the Xbox games, right? Like that, them not having it doesn't mean that I get more either way. So it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's yeah. okay. So I am not a sports guy, but I, yeah. I can see this as like two different teams, right? Mm-hmm. And you really like a player on one of the teams and he gets traded to the other team. Now, do you hate your, your, your favorite team or do you follow your player over to the other team? And you have mm. this weird, like, well, <laughs> mm. do, do I need to hate anything or can I just enjoy the game yeah. that it is? Right? Can I like, cheer for both teams now, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Can I just enjoy the sport? Again, it's just one of those things where I think people pick sides. They have it in their, you know, mantra of who they are and they it's in their identity. And mm. they've kind of looked at that a little too much for too long. Or maybe they grew up with it and they have memories attached to it. And they don't mm. want to see it go because I, I had a lot of friends that were into Sega and Dreamcast was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Sega's mm. going to be alive forever. And then it died and they're like, well, well, my one friend just modded it and played everything. But a lot of friends were like, oh, no, like that was a lot of money. And now I can't yeah. play the games I love and what's going to happen. Right. Um, so, yeah, I we'll see where it goes. You know, I get it. I get largely, though, I just think the that's always kind of bothered me too it almost made even more sense as like you if you invest in a platform because there's a lot of games where if you went from ps4 to ps5 most of your ps4 games will play on the ps5 uh so if the xbox ceases to exist if there was any like you can't just move your purchases from the old to new now you don't have to sell your old console necessarily like it'll still stay there right you can keep it going yeah uh but, it can get messy, I guess, if people have yeah. like DLC and microtransactions like locked into a certain, you know, game or area or whatever, and that doesn't come over nicely if things cease to exist. But mm. we're not there yet, and I think a lot of people are jumping. And Microsoft's a trillion dollar company, I think, uh, or very Strong close old. to. <laughs> yeah. So they're gonna do what they want to make Plus. money, and I I don't say they're not saying goodbye to this. They just spent a lot of money on a lot of gaming companies so yeah want to make more money the thought that like starfield like i do not enjoy starfield less i would not enjoy starfield less if it was on playstation and in fact i'd be kind of excited because if you could pick it up and you could have it like i'd be really that'd be great i can't wait to talk to you about starfield and maybe we can meet up we can sort yeah do some dad's like space together it's gonna be fantastic so i just i I don't feel that anybody, anybody reasonable, especially like of our age, like gaming dads who have been through silly console wars before between rich companies that <laughs> you yeah. know, just trying to make money off of us anyways, they, you know, I just can't see reasonable people caring that much about it. If anything, right. I think it's kind of great. More games for people, more places. Play games, guys. This is going to be great. Yeah, I think you're right. And again, my, my kids don't know any of this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You think the kids would care and like, oh no, no, whatever. No, but it's the adults that have grown up with this, and you're like, yeah. It's like, what? Do you, what's an Xbox? Is that my? Is that a type of phone? <laughs> it's, it's, it, is, is that in Roblox? Where? <laughs> yeah. How do I get it on my iPhone? 
Yeah, well, you, right. well, you can't. It's like, well, what do I care? <laughs> what's, what's the point of this? Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. He's like, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> these, yeah. bo- these, these little boxes are kind of a, a very archaic thing that's dying soon. <laughs> right. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody just get a gaming PC. You'll be fine. Everybody get a Steam Deck. You'll be fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> everybody I'm happy. Wins. All right, everybody. We're wrapping up there for the week. Hey, legitimately if you do have some thoughts on this would love to hear from fellow gaming dads to see if i have the right pulse on it i might be completely off and there might be some really good reasons why xbox games should not be on playstation but be happy to hear about that we absolutely absolutely adore hearing from you one of the best parts of doing this show now so reach out at new dad gaming or new dad gaming.com i also and if you like to show it all, what really helps out is if you subscribe. You can find us on any of the major podcasting networks, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Caster, anywhere we get your podcast. Just search for New Dad Gaming. Give us a subscription. What really helps is a rating and a comment. Boost the signal. Gets us out there to as many gaming dads as possible. We'll form uh, cliques of Xbox okay. versus PlayStation. We'll march yep. at each other slowly, snapping in a very threatening manner. <laughs> we'll have a dance-off. Got yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> A little dance off because you know we're not gonna fight each other. I gotta get have to go to work tomorrow. What are you no, crazy? No, gonna be like Fortnite dances, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who can Fortnite dance better <laughs> with just like a crowd of kids just shaking their head in utter shame? Like, what is? Oh what my god, doing? just the cringe of it. Yeah, yeah. For the cringe alone, we have to do it. That's gonna be the best. Yeah, part. Of, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it for this week. Thanks so much. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff. And I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. What were you going to say? I was going to say, and I'm an Xbox player. Oh. <laughs> and I'm a PS4, 5 player. But we can be friends. Meet you in Starfield. Meet you in Starfield in the future, buddy. That's right. <laughs> Remember, everybody, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. <laughs>